0: And welcome back to another episode of Babe. I'm here with someone you know. <laughs> and if you don't know, you're about to know. It's Casey Jane Ellison. Hi, it's me. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. My stomach feels weird.
1: I hate that. Is it like a bloat? Or... I'm, on a, I'm on a raging,
0: raging <laughs> rog oh so it's like you couldn't tell like the second you saw me no (laughs) i don't have good period radar (laughs) i'm too self-involved with my own like period period drama yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that it like never extends to others
1: um yeah i never think it's kind of like when someone's on drugs Mm -hmm. like it's like you're on drugs but then you look at them and you're like they're not on drugs yeah but it's like i never know when people are on (laughs) drugs either (laughs) yeah you have to like really um focus on that do you have have good drug radar i've gotten much better okay um but yeah i like to see the good in people i don't like to assume Mm -mm. that they're on drugs or that they're on a period you know i just (laughs) never assume as they are like i don't see gender or like you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs)
0: I don't see gender, race, periods, or periods. Or, periods. or drug use. <laughs> I love that. You just see nothing. <laughs> I see nothing. Except your <laughs> own reflection in the mirror. Exactly. Same. It's like an op- opposite of being like a vampire. Yeah. You would have to really like care a lot about other people mm-hmm. to like engage with any of those elements. Yeah. It's so true. I'm more just focused on like self-improvement mm-hmm. and me than in right. the day. That's great. I yeah. think you I'll, like, that's a really healthy way to view the world. The world. But i through your own me lens. Exactly. It's like Taylor Swift released that song that was just me, me which I thought, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've listened to it. Yeah. I, I mean, don't if they know if I will. Just, like,
1: I feel like they pumped it into our brains already or like switched out the microchips so we already
0: know that song. Yeah. Like you can't ever hear it for the first time because right. it's already inside of you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just love, like, the way that she, like, anytime she makes a comeback, it feels very, like, it has a lot of shank energy. What's that? Like, she just, like, shanks it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you mean. She, like, I fucking hate her.
1: (laughs) Do you like her?
0: No. What's to like? She
1: makes me so... Okay, let me backtrack. I
0: want I <laughs> want to give her space to like change my mind about her. Like I I approach her from a place of like maybe one day,
1: but she won't do that. But
0: she never does. She it. doesn't accept empathy or
1: space. She's a tyrant. She's a very like sorry, trigger warning, Trumpian like pop star. Yeah, I think. Like she doesn't apologize. Doesn't she have like a song called like I don't apologize? I don't know. She
0: seems like she now seems to be coming back around because like her last album cycle was all about embracing her like snake energy and be. Because remember when she got outed by Kim and Kanye? Never forget. I mean, and that so then was she was like,
1: pivotal. that was a pivotal moment for America. I that think. was
0: huge. Like another white
1: woman lying about mm-hmm. a person of color.
0: Yeah, it was major. I feel like yeah. people did not really like. Look into it as mm-hmm. seriously as they should have, because mm-hmm. it was truly like it was a shifter, yeah, of like cultural dialogue. But yeah. so after that, instead mm-hmm. of being like, "Yeah, sorry," like that was a huge cunty move. Right. It was just like, "Yeah, I am a snake," like, Hiss. and then yeah, it was just you like, "Can't
1: brand that." No,
0: so she did brand it, and then now she's trying to come out with like. Fluffy, like cotton candy colors and like girly. And she's like, I was through the darkness, but now I'm like sweet again. What? And it's like, you, we all know you're not. So like, don't, don't, don't do know. that. And also, I is thought, it working
1: though? Are people like, people think are like, her- oh, she's,
0: she took like a chill pill or something. Like,
1: I love her. Like, are they into her narrative or are people self aware? Like, this person's
0: a mind controller tyrant yeah she's a lizard person lizard she's person, like a lizard right. reptilian overlord right she, i think her f- diehards will never question like there's nothing you They're, can do to the, shake
1: that's initiation is that you just don't question yeah you never life. question your whole, and you just anything. go
0: anything yeah. and you just like go where you were led right um i think everyone else is kind of like the people that enjoy her music are just like tay is gonna be tay and then the people like you or I are like, this is psychotic. Yeah. Because also she's now getting called out for like appropriating, like, no like a casey um casey another famous casey casey musgraves oh my god she's like copying her aesthetic and then calling her whole thing like tay cella which some of the bees (laughs) the beyonce fans are mad because Mm -hmm. Mm beachella so it's just like war of like really rich is she doing tay cella i guess I i don't know isn't it over for some people, Coachella never ends. Is mm-hmm. what I've learned. Okay. Um, after Bay, I mean after
1: Bay you can't like have a coming out of like a Cella of, of a Cella.
0: No, like, it's she's dominated that. She took Coachella and yeah. turned it into. It's the end of Coachella, I feel yeah. like, with yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Did you go? Did you ever I go? I didn't go, but I was so, so sad. Um,
1: oh, let's talk about this. Okay. Like, when I saw what happened with Nicki, um, with Ariana,
0: mm-hmm. I was very, very upset. Did Nikki come out with her? Nikki, came, you didn't see this? No, I didn't Nikki see it. Nikki
1: came out with Ariana for Bang Bang, which is like, oh yeah. Why? I don't like that song. No, that song. But they are friends and they you can tell, like, I don't know what's going on with them, mm-hmm. but like, they are like, I need you. For they some love reason. each other
0: maybe they i don't, don't know get
1: a lot out of collaborating talk about like seeing if people aren't on drugs mm-hmm. like i think there's a lot of drugs involved in that <laughs> do you okay wait what? let me just let me just okay tell you the tell vibe. yeah tell me tell me so tell nikki me. came out and she like she fucking choked no. And it w- and I feel bad even like perpetuating this nightmare that she lived. You didn't see the clips? No.
0: I just like, I blacked out of all Coachella content. I was just okay. like, I'm not engaging with this. Yeah, because it's Baychella. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just like, it's a non for me. But like, so please tell me everything. And she
1: like, literally, like, it It looked like if I was to go out with Ariana Grande and sing Nicki's <laughs> verse, rap Nicki's verse. <laughs> That's want, what it I was. I want that and i was like <laughs> no she like didn't know the words or the beats and and ariana was like we can't hear anything like she was singing she was trying to like hide it uh-huh it was actually very, very cute but also i think ariana made it worse cuz she was trying to like give nikki the lines mm-hmm. and nikki was like watching her cuz she i don't they couldn't hear in their in their equipment oh, okay and I think Nikki cried. I heard Nikki cried at the end of it. Oh man,
0: this is like I that's mean, like this a was, nightmare. Like this I'll is have a nightmare. Do you have nightmares ever where you're supposed to like get up yes, on stage like, and you just like ha- today,
1: right now, and yeah. it's like you're going on now? That's like dreams. That yeah, I have. where it's yeah. like you have
0: no fucking clue what you're supposed to even say or yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. That Nikki lived that nightmare. She lived that, and she. It
1: sucks because you know, like everybody's mad at Nikki because of Cardi, mm-hmm. and um, I get it, I get it, but like I'm a Nikki person, yeah, and I'm like also a Cardi person, but yeah. I don't like that I have to choose, and I just feel for Nikki right now, like she's suffering, and like she needs, she needs something. She, this could have been her coming out. This could have been major for her, yeah, to like come back. Just like a refreshment from those cardi videos, mm-hmm. and like, we haven't
0: seen her in a while. And what a horrible song to choose to like launch that! But because she, she had another have song good song thing, with with Ariana, yeah, the one where they were like in the spin class or whatever. That's one of the best, yeah. But yeah um i'm very upset about it and i'm upset that i have to like
1: question my nikki um love yeah because like she's going through it mm-hmm. so she's gone she silent. also likes taylor
0: which Does is another she? problem i
1: thought that they had beef like on they had her- beef but, but then, then they, they squashed it. together on on
0: and then she chose to be mad at miley and oh, squashed okay. it
1: with taylor
0: yeah, the loyalties around Taylor are fascinating to me as well.
1: It's like, you know how U2 is like always on your iPhone? Mm-hmm. Like Taylor's one of those. Like She is a U2. She's, she's like, like grandfathered into everything. Like U2, it's like, that's not a relevant band. But why I own their music, they mm-hmm. just give me their music.
0: Yeah. You know, like if I mean? you, it goes on the Bluetooth in your car It suddenly like, plays a U2 song, that song.
1: <laughs> and I don't like hate that song. But why the fuck is it playing on
0: my library? Yeah. So, yeah. I know Taylor's like not going anywhere. So we just have to accept that we live in a world mm. where she's going to like just do her Mm. and then go silent for maybe like three months of the year until she like does her again right but it's just like i wish she could do something like really original and cool but that's maybe asking too much something really original and cool for taylor would be to like a ska album go to therapy (laughs) and like maybe televise it like Katy Perry when she did, did she her do that? YouTube. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, I, no, I no. kind of liked her like twenty-four hour a day YouTube experiment. What the hell? No, did you not see that? I avoided oh, I was it like,
1: because I was like, "This is actually
0: like d- this is very sad." Yeah, it's not right. It it's was unethical. It was sad and not right, but in the best way. <laughs> it was like so such a needy move mm-hmm. of being like, "Please, guys!" And yeah. I I like really respond to that energy mm-hmm. just as far as like I'm gonna engage with it. Yeah mouth agape just like I cannot believe you're doing this Mm -hmm. which is how I engage with like most of the content that I love yeah yeah this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life
1: with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation
0: You have your own podcast now. I do. I do. Um, Well, it's not
1: technically mine. I share it. You share it. You're a co-host. With my man, um, Charles Rogers. Yeah, He's um, hilarious. He's the co-showrunner of Search Party, Mm -hmm. which is one of our
0: generations like best shit our generation's sopranos (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's a millennial soprano exactly it was a what do
1: you call that when um like a cataclysmic event you know like Mm -hmm. a genre bended um our generation I yeah think. and your pod is called oh right the problem
0: i love it you're like it's so i love like anything a- that's like you guys figure it
1: out <laughs> it's so like a woman to just forget my project and talk about like a man's <laughs> project okay so it's called the problem yeah with charles and casey and every ep is a gorgeous human being slash celeb mm-hmm and they come on and tell us a problem and we just it can be as minute minute as um getting rid of an apartment or death um and then we just unpack it. I love. And we like role play, we therapize, we are not qualified and we laugh.
0: <laughs> I think the best advice is unqualified advice. Yeah. Because I think that if you're asking for advice, Mm -hmm. you don't need it Mm -hmm. because you know what you want to do and what you're going to do. Right. So I appreciate like a non-professional kind of telling me what to do. Also, it's like sometimes you
1: just need reinforcement. To like be you. You're like, mm-hmm. I think these things, I feel these things, and then everyone goes, We love it. Yeah. And then it's like, Yeah, I thought so. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then you can move on.
0: So true. Yeah. I just want to know if you agree with me, mm-hmm. and I need to know if I'm being like psychotic, mm-hmm. but like either cute psychotic and funny or like problematic psychotic. Exactly. And exactly. which way I can like tweak until I get to the cute zone.
1: Right. And I mean, the show is like, it's. I think it's funny, you know, whatever, ask whoever like you want, <laughs> but it's very like we're sincere. Like we're not just going to ask you to bring a problem and then we're going to be like, well, you're a bitch, you know, like
0: <laughs> you're like, I actually have a problem <laughs> with you. Can I unpack that? And it turns into just attacking. Exactly. That would be an amazing podcast. No, we like, spin go off. in,
1: we go in on the problems and we, you know, go through scenarios and we talk about the the feelings. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like, um, you know, maybe it's not like, um, Yas queen or something, Mm -hmm. but it's like, you know, we're like listening. (laughs)
0: It's not the Yas queen podcast. It's
1: not called Yas queen. Damn.
0: Um, (laughs) what is the best problem you've had uh, been presented with or the one that gave you the most like Uh mental gymnastics? they're all pretty hard they're all pretty like difficult to
1: deal with because you don't want to make you're like ma- creating content and mm-hmm. media and you don't want to be insensitive but you also want to be you want to find like the hilarity in the situation because it's fun yeah but Louis anderson was our first episode and it was really interesting like everything came back down to these like very family, like foundational family issues. Mm -hmm. So he's walking around and we just, we talked about it. Like he's walking around with this feeling that people think he's like a fat kid that he was when he was growing up. Yeah. And it's really like, I mean, how do you, how do you like get rid of that? Not even get rid of it, but like, like as a listener, like, Or a host of a podcast, Mm -hmm. like, say, like,
0: um... (laughs) How do you be, like, you're not... You're gorgeous, honey, like, or something. You know, (laughs) like,
1: you can't... It's, like, you have to, like...
0: How do you, like, reinforce positivity... Exactly. ...when that person may or may not even accept it?
1: Yeah, it's, like, you're a legend.
0: like Mm -hmm. So much more than... Right. You're a spirit, you're a soul. And we find that it usually comes down to,
1: like, this nugget that we had when we were kids it always does it's always that
0: it always comes down to the core your very very core belief system just always always like that
1: i'm in therapy are you in therapy
0: uh yeah yeah hugely in therapy
1: what's it like how's your therapist
0: she's good she's young. she's like younger so i think she's like maybe my age Mm -hmm. maybe like younger i've never asked her because i'd rather not know Mm -hmm. um but it's good. I need someone to talk to week to week mm-hmm. about just anything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But then also I feel like I feel like I went through a two year period mm-hmm. or go was going through the same pattern over and over where I could get my life to a certain point and then I would just like destroy it. Like true everything. Wait, how
1: long was the cycle?
0: Um, it's been I think most of my like twenties. I think it's been most of my like financially independent life has been.
1: And how long were these chunks? Like you would get it to a certain point, and then you would destroy it. It's like like, how long would that take?
0: It depends. It was usually it's usually like a few years, like anywhere from it could be anywhere from like four years to two years, but it would be like work hard get what i want like kind of set things up to Mm -hmm. a stable ish place and then either something would happen to like really shut me down emotionally or Mm. i'd reach some sort of like conflict or things would change and i just didn't really know how to like deal with that and instead of like instead of kind of figuring out how to, like, change and go with the flow and maintain homeostasis, I would punish. And then I think a lot of, like, self-punishing I did was financial, where it was just, like, spend frivolously, not pay taxes, and just, like, eventually get to a place where I'm just, like, broke and scrambling and scared. And so I was like, I can't keep doing this my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I need someone to like help me not do that. What was like, what was the, have you had any breakthroughs? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a lot. It's a, it's interesting because I think it's a lot of what you already know, mm-hmm. but then connecting. It's just like I connect certain things. Like my relationship with my dad is something I'm really talking about a lot, but also not really like actively working on right now. Yeah. Cause it's, and I know it's something that I need to actively work on. My therapist is always saying like, you are working on it. Like, I guess you are if yeah. you're talking about it.
1: Yeah. And you're, you're always connected with your parents, like whether or not you're talking to them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I'm not. Go, anyway, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, so I just it's like but even you
1: being aware of it, you're yeah. like working on it. Yeah. That's I'm what it is. That's actually what it is.
0: Trying to just identify all the patterns that I do that are negative and really try not to like turn inward like turn any sort of punishment inward on myself yes. and just like move and grow and like It feels nice. Thrive. Yeah, it feels nice. But sometimes it feels like Sometimes I'm just like, I really don't want to go. Like, yeah. I don't have anything to talk about. This is annoying, like, blah, blah, blah. But I think those are usually the times that I really do need to yeah. go and, like, talk about it. Totally. How long have you been in therapy?
1: So I'm seeing this woman who's, like, <clears throat> fantastic, which mm-hmm. means that she's, like, excruciating. Like, yeah. And it's gotten less excruciating
0: since. But what is that? What is what? Is that a speaker? this is that, just like no, a, that
1: pot on the bottom on the floor this is a
0: foot massager okay yeah wow <laughs> I want to
1: do that later.
0: Yeah, you can do it. Well, you'll do a round. I would say fire it up now, but it's gonna create like a sound, and yeah, it it would be a little (laughs) distracting. No, it's gonna. You'll really. If your dogs are barking,
1: did you get that from that catalog at the airport? No,
0: I got it from my Amazon wish list. It was like a last year when the wish list really popped off. It was one of the first gifts I was sent. Yeah, Yeah. I know. (laughs) R. I. P. Wish list. I still get a few that trickle in every once in a while. But I gotta do that. Yeah, you really do everyone i say everyone it. should have a wish list okay. you never know it's good to just yeah. have it out there yeah and it's up to whoever that wants to engage right. they can engage or they can say i'm not engaging absolutely and it's just it's no sweat off your back absolutely like who cares
1: okay so i've been seeing a therapist wait before. so do
0: you have do you pay privately for therapy yeah. or does it go through insurance um i pay yeah. out of pocket you you have to yeah, you have that's to. the real shit part yeah. of therapy i mean yeah. a lot of it is shitty but fun yeah. but the payment yeah cuz i you just if you but want a good one you really honestly
1: i know it's hard to pay and it's very scary and it's like well what if i don't have the money and mm-hmm. then i can't take care of myself and then i lose the person who's supposed to be like watching out for my inner child or yeah. whatever yeah but no what's important is that i remember that I will have the money to pay for this, and I want the money to pay for it, and it's actually starting to feel like buying a foot massage for myself, mm-hmm. like paying, putting money down, like that much money down for forty-five to fifty minutes of a person who I'm paying a person to care mm-hmm. about um, me, yeah, and my health, and it actually feels like buying like when I buy new shoes or like when I buy anything like um, that feels frivolous, Mm -hmm. it like feels like an investment that is exciting. And it like feels like I'm wearing like a new jacket. Yeah. Um, You're shopping for your soul.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's like, um, it's, it's a trick of the mind, but it is exciting. It's like, oh my God, I spent two grand this year on therapy. And that's like, So much money, so much investment, so much riches in me getting happier Mm -hmm. and like loving myself and like knowing myself and being my, myself. Yeah. So that's like, if you think of it that way, it's very cute, Mm -hmm. but it's also, and you can feel like a bougie bitch about that, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know? So that's how I think about it.
0: Yeah. So, um, and you can be like. My therapist says, or like I'm in yeah. therapy, like drop it casually, yeah.
1: and you just have so much more insight, yeah, I do think I've gotten less funny, like funny in a more valuable way, mm-hmm. but things that I thought were funny or like that worked for me as humor, yeah, um, I get that, like my first session, do you remember your first session, yeah. Like I walked in and I gave her my spiel, mm-hmm. my shtick. Like, oh, I was a neurotic two year old,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, "Why are you laughing?" You're like I'm charming, I'm hilarious. <laughs> I'm Casey Jane Ellison. Yeah, I can I'm link Jewish. You to some- okay. <laughs> I'm Jewish. Does that help? <laughs> and then
1: um, she goes, "Why are you laughing?" And I'm like. I don't know it's just like I guess it's like a thing that I think is funny about myself. <laughs> She's like would you laugh at like would you call a 2-year-old neurotic if a 2-year-old was here? And I was like no. She was like would you laugh at her if she was upset? And I was like no. And I was like okay that fucking joke is ruined. Yeah. Like it's not funny. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so now you have to like rethink
1: the inner I just child. Think I'm actually like more sensitive and like I'm more feeling than maybe I thought I was.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I feel like I've had kind of the opposite journey of like sensitivity and feelings because mm-hmm. when I went my first therapy appointment, I went in and was like pouring tears from the mm-hmm. second I opened my mouth mm-hmm. to like long after I left because mm-hmm. I just had so much built up that i was like it needed to come out at someone mm-hmm. and then i feel like for the first like months of it was like crying yeah. every time it's excruciating in yeah the first like when you first start and then now it's kind of gotten i don't know it's like figuring out how to like channel my sensitivity mm-hmm. and like when it's okay to be like this is fucked up and like I don't feel good about this or mm-hmm. express like sadness or anger or whatever mm-hmm. um and when it's like oh maybe i'm being too sensitive about this or mm-hmm. like what is this triggering in me that's like getting this kind of reaction like mm-hmm. it's allowed me to kind of build up like a thicker skin mm-hmm. but that emotional purge is uh yeah. huge
1: yeah i'm struggling with letting the emotions out mm-hmm. um it's scary to be, like, that vulnerable in front of... And I'm realizing, like, I just have never been like that. Like, I don't have an example in my life of someone who has released emotions. hmm Like, I don't have that. Do you like, come from a
0: very, like...
1: My family is...
0: Taciturn family.
1: What's taciturn?
0: Like, not, like, emotion... Like, not very emotional. Like, are, what's the reference of that word? Is that a word? Tacit. Isn't, like, still... okay or like just kind of like drawn i thought it was
1: like maybe like a movie or something or like quiet no no they're not (laughs) quiet they're rageful and they're um uh, irritated Mm -hmm. they're irritable people and it's like everything's about your irritability and um that's why I do stand up, yeah, you know, I feel like that's a lot of stand up mm-hmm. but um, and that sounds like your stand up, yeah, in a lot I'm, of ways. I'm pretty irritated mm-hmm. um, but that's not an emotion, yeah, you know what I mean mm-hmm. and when you're that's yeah, a symptom, like, it's a symptom, it's depression, actually <laughs> <laughs> but um,
0: but yeah, like I where did you learn to like cry? um I'm not like a super I'm not like a crier by nature really Mm. like um, like I'm not like someone that's like I'll talk about a puppy and then start crying Mm -hmm. but I think a lot I don't know really I think of I remember being really young and having like just a cry attack once to my mom Mm -hmm. and her like not being able to like Mm -hmm. she like couldn't understand like where it was coming from Mm -hmm. and it was just like deep sadness that needed to just be like let out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think it's like that's how my emotion goes is that it has to get so big that then there's no like it has to get let out somehow where mostly i can like laugh or talk about something Mm -hmm. or diffuse it in other ways Mm -hmm. and But yeah, so now it's like, and now I don't cry as much, I would say. Mm -hmm. I think partially because I'm on medication. So that like dampens that emotion a little bit. But I mean, when I was super depressed, I was like, just always a crier, like at anything. Not even, not like sad things, but just like I was sad and saddened, which is the worst feeling to be. I'm kind of like looking for this sadness. Like,
1: I don't think I know how to be sad. Um, the way I like to do it. Like, I don't have a style right now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh no, not this. And then it's like, I have to go see a movie or I like put on a show or I like, I let out like a few tears and I'm like, not that one. Cause it's just like, I guess the way I was raised, like, just, it just doesn't.
0: Was it like a sign of weakness if you're showing that kind of emotion?
1: It was also like, um, more than weakness it was like it would freak everyone out yeah people would be like get angry Mm -hmm. because it would they didn't know what to do about it yeah so like i remember like even with my sister like if she was sad i was like i have no idea what to do Mm -hmm. and that is terrible you know that sucks yeah um but i feel like i know what to do now but i'm still trying to find this like the sad
0: because sadness is important sadness is important or like maybe not even sadness but like a mourning or like just feeling through like a hurt of some sort it's
1: natural it's like we have all these emotions like there's no judgment yeah you know like these are all real Mm -hmm. just what you do with them
0: and when something fucked up happens like if something fucked up happens like i'll cry or if i get frustrated with something um but i guess like the big cries of just like and like that just lingering sadness where it's yeah. like nothing is good and nothing's ever gonna be good. That's or yeah, that's yeah. depression and that's yeah. like very few and far between these for days. Sure. Which is good. Yeah. But it's hard because and something I've talked about in therapy is the feeling of needing to suffer in order to like make any sort of art or mm. suffer for creativity's Bullshit. sake. Do you subscribe
1: to that at I all? I hate it because First of all, I don't do well when I'm depressed. No, like I actually like like I was I remember when I first started doing stand up, I was like, oh, great. I'm in a terrible mood. This is going to rock. And I'd like go to a show and just like, no, it like didn't feel good. And mm-hmm. it wasn't funny to me. It like wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. And then like also making like art and stuff. It's like I'm very ineffective when I'm like furious and dark and, you know, hmm. Um, I like to feel, like, fresh and, like, work at the beach and, like, order moon juice. And, like, that's how I like to – like, luxury.
0: Yeah. I know. I want to – and that's something, too, like, I've never been able to do anything really good when I've been, like, depressed. It's just, like, a total pause and, like, stasis and scared to go in any direction. And that was part of the reason I got into therapy, too, is because I was just, like, nothing – is like nothing's happening. Like I can't do anything Yeah, and I'm just like completely stuck Mm -hmm. and I truly like don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think all that's a myth. Yeah. Have you ever read the artist way? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I really love that. I think
0: it's so fun. Did you complete the whole thing? Mm. me neither
1: (laughs) i need i'm still on it i I literally haven't forgotten
0: no i i've never forgotten every day think about it i I
1: write i write like more than i ever would have
0: yeah and i i write i've been good about like writing down dreams that i have because it's like a good prompt or whatever i would like to get back into like a morning pages yes uh daily practice but i stopped I got to like chapter six, which I think is like the money chapter. Literally, and that's, that's literally when <laughs> where I stopped. That's and that's when, wh- when, that's I when you, you know you're fucked up. No, that's when you know you have a really shitty relationship exactly. with money. The, or like, the chapter
1: you stop at is where you're like really have blocks.
0: Yeah. And so that was like maybe two and a half, three years ago, but mm-hmm. since then, I've been like really working to heal Why that. How does that money chapter stop
1: people? It's it happened to my other friend too. I know two other people that that, that stopped at the, money, at the chapter.
0: money chapter. Whoa, were they both women or yeah. men? okay? women and money have like a fraught relationship. I think what I'm a huge are you st- supposed to get out of that. Like I know you're just supposed
1: to see where you p- put your money and where you're investing your money. Mm-hmm.
0: Like is what else am I missing?
1: So like, can we explain to our listeners?
0: Yeah. So for anyone that's not clear on the artist way, it's a, a workbook mm-hmm. where you do a chapter a week. I think there's 12 chapters total mm-hmm. and Throughout the whole 12-week process, you're supposed to write, like, free write three pages of just, like, stream of consciousness mm-hmm. called morning pages. And it really brings up – It you start to see kind of what's brewing underneath, like, mm-hmm. your consciousness and, like, sh- shit comes out and then you're like, it's oh, my God. It's
1: also about, like – converting everyone into the thinking that everyone can be an artist yeah and that's the value of it and and as that people- you're
0: creating as you make these morning exactly. pages you're just like raw creation all the time and yes. it's meant to unblock you from like i think that feeling of being like nothing i do is good and or like yeah. this isn't good like i'm maybe not cut out for this blah blah blah, and just like not judge your own process anymore yeah it is more complex with people that have already like
1: admitted to themselves that they're artists and like have come to that realization, like maybe early on or later, Mm -hmm. but like as a person who I'm like, yeah, I've been an artist. Like I know. Yeah. Then you need like other skills, like refinement and like actual like experience to like develop your practice. But anyway, um, it is really valuable because it just shows you through each compartment of like what stops you. Mm -hmm. Every chapter is like a new like
0: block in your brain. Yeah. And, and it can bring, it brings up really good points. Like it talks about, it talks about certain relationships that you have that Mm -hmm. might like suck energy from you. It makes you look at like every facet of your life and say like, how, how is this serving like my greater creative purpose? Like, where can I, tweak this yeah. to make it easier for me to do what I'm supposed to do, which mm-hmm. is like create whatever it is you're meant to create. Yeah, And the money thing, I mean, I think it's like sometimes I deal with like sadness or emotional shit by just like living, laughing, spending. Yeah. And, but then it goes back to like my kind of, just fraught relationship with money in general, where it was like my, I kind of was like a financial cutter in a lot of ways mm. where it's like, I know I'm supposed to pay taxes or pay this huge bill, but instead of doing that, I'm going to do this until I'm don't have the money to do it. Right. Then I flip out about it, but yeah. then, and then I get depressed that I'm broke. Yeah. And that takes like, I can't be creative or do right. anything like really worthwhile when I'm in that headspace Cause yeah. I'm so stressed out and depressed. Yeah. So, and then just being like conscious about like a spending journey. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just a shopper at heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good luck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why can't you just be a shopper? I know. It's like I, but the key is too if you just want to be a shopper, mm. you have to be like a saver so then you can eventually just yeah. like shop
1: till you drop. It's true
0: um anyway so and the, the artist, the artist and they also build yeah. in artist dates on the artist way which i really love that's and I like still one do. of the best gifts of, i've ever gotten in my life was mm-hmm. like the idea that you can take yourself
1: out yeah alone. like i was i did that but then i was like um oh i'm alone but instead the artist way gave me this perspective of like No, it's an adventure. It's It's a total adventure. You you are the best date in the world. Yeah. And that means, I don't know if that sounds like shit. No, that sounds, that's like, get it fun. It's like, oh my God, that is amazing. I'm taking myself out. Yeah. And you treat yourself differently. I've treated, ever since that concept was introduced to me, like I treat myself differently Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, I still, you know, beat myself up and have really bad days where I just feel so bad about myself. But then there are better days where I'm like, Oh my God, you're a fucking princess.
0: Yeah. I went to uh, New York last week and I took myself out to dinner, which I've Mm -hmm. never done before. Mm -hmm. And it truly changed everything for Mm me. I was like, this is Lux. (laughs) I'm on a date with me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to like wine and dine myself and, like, just sit quietly, I no phone, no, like, book or anything, yeah. like, at the bar, just, like, tasting all the flavors <laughs> and, like, <laughs> eating, like, 4,000 calories worth good. of, like, delicious Italian food. And I was, like, yeah. this is, like, this is it. Yeah. This is good. Totally. And not that, like, an artist date has to be like that. Like, uh, you can also, like, go to the beach or right. go do, like, free things. And mm-hmm. that's, like, just as worthy. But it was like that was a notable like a artist date first for me absolutely yeah
1: oh but we should also mention that there's like an undertone of like AA ness definitely there's like a higher power there's a higher power which i am into it's like god is actually creation itself Mm -hmm. god is the universe the universe and what flows through you that and art is like a manifestation of God, mm-hmm. which is I'm so down
0: an energy. That's true. Yeah, that's actually true. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm like, what comes after man? Now I'm like, okay, let's like, let's get we do into it. it. Maybe we should do it. Maybe together. we should do it. Should we, we start
1: at money? And then um, I think so.
0: And then just continue the journey. And we'll text each other to like do it. Together, yeah, like as that's a good idea because it's a, it says you should have a supporter or a friend to do it with let's and, try it again okay i'm down I'm and i also, hear there's like
1: a twist at the end which i'm, I'm sure I've, there is i need. i am dying to know the like spoiler i yeah i haven't
0: read ahead or anything <laughs> yeah. i just like fully stopped yeah. i was like triggered gotta right. go and then I have had like a three year healing process with money, but I'm on a, I've actually, it's funny. This is like dovetailing into just like a personal thing, but I'm like on a spending freeze this week. Okay. Who, what is this program? This is just me being like you shopped too much and like you're getting too materialistic and like you have certain bills to pay and things you need to pay attention to. And also like, you need to like be reinvesting into like yourself and like gratitude for what you already have and like get out of that, like more, more, more mindset. So it's just like, no, but like not buying anything except the necessities, Mm -hmm. which are basically just like groceries Mm -hmm. essentially. And then maybe like, and anything like spending time with friends or like business stuff. How much should you,
1: I was just like, Okay. I just lost my debit card Mm -hmm. and I have to, and I had to take out cash and I'm like waiting for it to come. How much money? This is so stupid.
0: (laughs) I love a money question. Like I'm the wrong person to ask, but I like, it's the unqualified advice.
1: I want to know when you put a number to it, it like demystifies it, but like is a normal person supposed to spend like, $14
0: a day, $100 a day. I think it depends on what your budget is. Like I had, I dated a guy. Even so, it's like, if you're spending $100 a day, what are you getting? You're like, the way it was always shown to me through like budgeting was like you put all your like monthly expenses Mm -hmm. and income into like an Excel spreadsheet and then you figure out like, after all expenses are said and done, like what do you have left over? Mm-hmm. And then you do some sort of calculation that divides that into the days of the month. And then it tells you how much you can spend a day or how much you can afford to based on your budget. So if you have like, including savings and stuff. Yeah. Like that you've already factored in the savings right. and like taxes or whatever. And okay. so depending on how much money you left over, you could, spent you could be able to spend like ten dollars a day or a hundred dollars a day and so that's just supposed to be like a guideline but you might have a few days where you don't spend that but then you still could like spend it on another day right but I'm like you know I'm still getting used to like uh like I live within my means but I'm still getting used to like a budget Mm -hmm. I feel like the constraints and then I just want to like break free yeah yeah
1: I'm not much of a shopper. I'm more of a like buy a meal Mm -hmm. for everyone. Really? Yeah. Like you're like a take you like a take people out. I love to do that. Like I I like to do like I'll get the check.
0: Like a gesture.
1: Yeah. And I like to go out to eat Mm -hmm. and like get a juice and like get many like creamy, dreamy like drinks yeah like out on the street yeah you, you know? love a moon juice journey i do i fucking honestly don't <laughs>
0: but there's something going on there that's like pretty tasty there's so, like i can't deny the taste of the milks being good There, the milks are good yeah the milks are really good <laughs> i love very, like a boost you do like yeah a dust i love a dust like boost i love like I've gotten into like supplements or like Mm. I love to buy like a powder of some Mm. sort, like a collagen powder or like, like a sun potion powder. What's a sun potion? Sun potion is like a brand out of Santa Barbara. I'm sure you've seen it. It's like kind of like blue glass jars with like a gold. Yeah. Yeah. And they just are really into like powders and like potions. Mm -hmm. And they have a blog now on their website, which is Mm -hmm. just packed to the brim with insanity it's a it's a must read it's Mm -hmm. a real babe fiesta over there Okay, where it's like they'll interview like real like health conscious like alt living people who just like tell you all about like their day-to-day what powders they're drinking all that
1: You know what I want to get to? I want to get to this place where I live without waste.
0: Mm-hmm. Like very little waste. That's like so difficult to do once you, you know. start to really look at how much waste you're generating.
1: It's it's gotten less. When I, when I started like cooking at home more, mm-hmm. I noticed when I'm like obviously eating out. I'm yeah. Uber Eatsing. Yeah. And then um, cooking at home, like there's the trash can is half full when it would have been like onto the next trash mm-hmm. can. um but i want to do that do you know anyone who could help me do that
0: there's i follow this girl on instagram named stevie A, mm-hmm. and it, she lives a zero waste life like mm-hmm. all at the end of the year her waist fits into like a mason jar what kind of stuff is in there uh q-tips maybe like one q-tip and then like she can only have one q-tip a year I mean, I don't know how she cleans her ears. I've asked her, I've, like, I'm trying to get in touch with her to have her on this podcast, because I'm, like, dying to know. She needs to give, like, tutorials on how to do that. But she does, on her Instagram, she's always updating, kind of, like, her zero-waste journey. She picks up, I mean, I think all of her apartment furnishings are mm-hmm. found objects like from the street or mm-hmm. she buys like secondhand clothes. Okay. Um, she carries her own mugs or own straws wherever she goes. Yep. If she goes shopping, she brings her own bags and even like little tiny like muslin bags but for you the little go things. To a grocery store. You could go get produce from the grocery store and you can get bulk things. You can but, get like, bulk things. You can't buy, um, you can't buy like a everything chips. but the bagel spice from Trader Joe's, you know, <laughs> you're not, well, gonna get I a wouldn't, chip. you're not going to get a chip. I wouldn't do
1: that. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't. Yeah. So she hasn't had chips in like five years. I have no idea. I have, I,
0: I hope that she's had a chip here or there. Maybe she goes to parties and you that's can't have where... a cigarette no it's a no sig
1: you can't have what about alcohol like does because the bottle that they use in the bar that will be wasted eventually
0: yeah that's a good question alcohol i don't know see these are all the questions that i want to ask her (sighs) Because at the end of the year, it's like a tiny mason jar of trash and that's it. But ever since I started following her, Mm -hmm. I have become like acutely aware of how much waste I just generate as one person. This needs to be like a major thing. It's a major
1: thing. Not buying shit. Because I just feel terrible. Like, you know what makes me feel the worst? What? Is buying seaweed snacks. Those are just like literally like could not be more wrapped in more things for like a 10 second 10 sheet yeah experience where i'm eating sheets for 10 seconds mm-hmm.
0: the most delicate sheets. the most delicate sheets that you could just squeeze down into like a little seaweed sandwich and eat. yeah but you want the delicate you want all of the paper. delicate yeah yeah <laughs> that feels like a self-care it does but eating there's one
1: literally that, like but then
0: afterwards you've killed like a dolphin yeah like yeah several dolphins hmm i'm really into so i switched out like i do metal straws now good which was huge and you bring those around uh no but i should i try and bring my own bag if i go to like yeah not uh not i haven't done that with the grocery store i need to get in the habit of doing that or just like bringing the bags that i have from yeah, grocery shopping because i, know, I, I have, save them
1: I, isn't it weird that like cupboard full of bags it's like every middle class like contemporary it's like everybody has this
0: shame cabinet that's just like that's just grocery bags. bags. Yeah. It's so, so many weird. bags. I know. So now I'm in, trying to like bring just a, all the bags yeah. so I don't have to generate more bags. Mm-hmm. I'm really intrigued by these like plastic multi-use. Um, they're like reusable sandwich sealing bags. Okay. Which you I've can seen wash now them. a lot. Yeah. You wash them out. They're kind of like <laughs> a, maybe a thick silicone yeah. Those seem great because those plastic bags, It's like I love yeah. a Ziploc. You do. I love just like a throw something in a Ziploc, never see it again, then throw it away a little bit later. I never, I haven't bought a Ziploc bag in
1: four years. Yeah. I haven't bought a, like one of the boxes.
0: No. Wow. I don't need that. You're ahead of the curve. I yeah. I, I crave a Ziploc. I'm looking for things to Ziploc. You know what I love? What? Office supplies. Oh yeah. An office supply. Like I really makes you feel like you have your shit together. I have a fetish of
1: that type of, Oh, we need all these post-its here, here, here. And then you throw them out. Yeah. And then like, I do have that, which is
0: wasteful. I'm a big, yeah. I'm also a big paper towel person. Paper towels. Yeah, for sure. Like, just to use a lot of paper towels
1: feels very luxe to me, but it's also, it's also incredibly like tied, wasteful tied to like some OCD. Like, um, like, okay, well my hands are wet and like, I don't want to use the dish towel cause it's dirty. Yeah. It might have I might've touched other things, touch the paper towel and then I throw it out with water on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there was something that happened where I was like, I needed to do that to feel clean. Mm-hmm and it was way it was wrong
0: i love like i love the dry the hands yeah and then just like wipe down everything and then with it's a the paper towel <laughs> and then it's multi-use and then i so think it away. And wash I'm, your hands, but again. i've used a lot of like paper like i know i don't wash my hands again because i have I've used to. enough paper towels to create a barrier between me and the oh. wiping counter so it's uh, probably worse well you're living in a fantasy land because I live if in you
1: a, touch to wipe you need to wash again Especially if you use a spray. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no spray, just water. <laughs> but what was on the counter? But I didn't touch any of the white parts. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you that's a pillow not, in between. Not me. Just unhygienic. <laughs> I also love like a long shower, a long mm-hmm. water, anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank God we're not in a drought anymore, you know? Yeah.
1: This weather is odd. It's like still cold.
0: Yeah. I kind of love it. Yeah, I'll take it for as long as possible because I know that the heat is coming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it will be unforgiving. Yeah. Do you think because it's been so cold that the summer will be like so hot? I just feel like now LA summer doesn't even start till July. What? I Last year it was like hotter than hell by like March. That's true. Last year was like peak hotness, but yeah. I feel like... Yeah, like June or like we get like a June gloom or like a May gloom, Mm -hmm. May gray, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into Mm -hmm. hot, hot, hot until like October. Right. It's hot in October. Okay. (laughs) Did you
1: have any prepared questions for me?
0: I don't have prepared questions, but I wanted to see if you care about Meghan Markle having a son. Okay. Do you care about the Brits? I'm really trying to get into
1: it. Mm -hmm. I'm very disturbed by what William... I'm disturbed about William. Why? Why does he look like
0: that? (laughs) It's just like a British face. He was so stunning. He was stunning. And then it's like he elongated. Everything got longer. But it was literally within two years. He was like 17 and then he was 80. Yeah. Yeah. He went from like sexy to slender man
1: in record speed.
0: Is he a nice person? I think so. What is it? What do they have to not be nice about? If what you're are literally they, the what's, royal family. What's
1: the royal family about? The what royal are they, family is... not
0: dramatic. They're boring, right? They're really boring. They have a lot of rules. They're basically... They have no political power. Yeah. It's basically just like you are a royal bloodline. What do they do all day? They sit in their castle and like wear skirts that cover the knee. I mean, I don't really mm-hmm. know. I feel like they... Mm -hmm. That existence probably like sucks more often than it rules. Mm -hmm. You make appearances. You can do charity work Mm -hmm. or bring awareness to certain causes. You go to lots of galas. You can wear jewels.
1: And then like, what's their, what's the drama about? Like what, what, you know, like they're like the Kardashians of Europe, right? Yeah. Essentially. And what do the fans
0: care about? There's gossip. There's gossip. It's like high society gossip. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I think to get acceptance into like a Royal circle, cause it's Mm -hmm. the Royal family, but then they have lots of cousins that are also like semi Royal or Lords or something. And you want to be in, but like, if you're an outsider, like you can really only get in if you're like super rich. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if you or I hung out in a Royal circle, we'd be getting a lot of like side eyes. Right. Just because we're not like high society, but maybe not because we're American and just like by nature, we do things differently. And tell me the way
1: that Harry and Megan got together. They were introduced through
0: a mutual.
1: And is she, what's,
0: what, how, like, did they go to schools together? No, they had like a mutual friend who I guess set them up on a date and then they met and drank rosé for a long time and then just like talked. But I think it was, like, they were both ready for something more serious. And was she, like, okay, you're Prince Harry, like, sorry, but, like, I like you. Um, I think that they both were, like, were vibing. Mm -hmm. She's, like, maybe she's, like, interesting enough Mm -hmm. that it, like, soothes his rebellious spirit. Mm -hmm. But also conservative enough that she would be accepted by the Queen. Yeah. And so, and it was like time for him to get married. Has anybody
1: been talking about like, what's her experience been like? And like, if this has like
0: been... People have said, the only goss that I've read is that like, everyone says that she's like a diva or something. But like, I think that that's very rude because she was already an established human being, like had a life, a career... Yeah, what like, did she do? She was an actress on that show Suits.
1: Oh, she's an actress. Yeah. Okay.
0: I love that you don't know anything don't know about her.
1: Okay. I love that. I don't know them like I don't know what Kate is about. I don't know. Yeah.
0: So Megan had her own thing. Meghan yeah, she had her own thing going on. Radical union. Yeah, and then she yeah. left all that to cuz I don't think you can like have a job when you're in um. the royal family whoa as a woman so she
1: gave it all up she
0: gave it all up to then be a princess what would you do probably that i mean it depends it's probably really hard like yeah. i feel like especially her she then is you just have to hang out with these
1: people all the time
0: yeah and i don't see a lot of fun in hanging out with like high society british people yeah yeah like, I feel like people are probably constantly like horrible to her, constantly snobby or making remarks. I mean, there is one woman that showed up to some event that they had wearing like a more pin or something like a black face, like decor are or decorative serious? pin. Like, I think that there's probably a lot of like racism in that circle. Just because it's literally all white people. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's, it's so fucking
0: weird. Yeah. And then she's not going to like come out with a book about this. I don't know. Maybe someday she will. Like she has to, I feel like they're trying to like live a little bit away from the palace is what I read, like at their own space. And like, because it is like a radical union for the Royal family. But yeah, it's been like, she's had a lot of assistants that have quit And then when it was leading up to her wedding, she was being like criticized for being really like picky about XYZ or just being Hmm. like a lot to deal with. But it's like, she's a fucking actress. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah. Um, But now she has a son as of like today. Wow. So that's That's pretty chill.
1: Yeah. That's mage. That Um, kid is going to be just a cutie. Yeah. I do think Harry is like really cute.
0: Yeah. He's hot. I do.
1: Is he have brown eyes or re- or blue? <laughs> red eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or lizard he has red eyes. red
1: hair, red eyes. <laughs> Cuz like I do like gingers. Yeah, I,
0: I love gingers. Mhm. A ginger's like a good look. He was a really good.
1: My favorite is brown-eyed gingers.
0: Yeah. A blue <laughs> eye is a little it's a lot for me. Right. But I like a brown eye. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so congrats to them. <laughs> I'm happy to educate you. I brown eyes, Harry. <laughs> red eye. I love your you brown eyes or red.
1: <laughs> um, skip the red. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> do you care about, like, the Met Gala?
1: hmm
0: Did I miss it? Same. No, it's today. It's today. Okay, yeah. So we people are, like, getting clothes. ready. Yeah. I wonder what, like, clothes are happening there. What's the theme? Camping? It's camp. Camp. Yeah. Um, Camping. Like
1: camp, like. um, Camp, like Susan Sontag that's on camp. (laughs) Yeah. Like like camp, like. The theme um, is hiking. Camp. Yeah. Or camp. Like, could you do a play on
0: camp, camp? (laughs) Yeah, you You could do like. I hope that people's outfits are good. Me too. Because sometimes, like, when people don't go with the theme, it irritates me.
1: It's so unacceptable.
0: It really is. Like, if you
1: fucking. Do that, you think you're so fucking cool that you don't fucking wear the outfit. You're not creative. No, that's you're not truly creative. uncreative. If you can't encompass the look and the fun with yourself because you're so self-conscious.
0: Get out. Yeah. Truly. I loved like last year's was really like fun. It was the heavenly was bodies, yeah, that was great. so it just got you got like a lot of good head pieces, yeah. Rihanna and like even though tears it, yeah, Rihanna, like forget it. I feel like people aren't arriving yet. Like it's about okay. to happen. Is it so
1: early? What time is it? It's three thirty. Yeah, in New York.
0: But I think like they don't arrive till like five. Okay, this Rihanna dress will just never stop being. Yeah. On my feed. There's a 10 best looks of all time in Vogue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Madonna. The theme is such a great idea. Yeah.
1: These are not the best. These looks. are not
0: the best looks of all time. Is that Diane Kruger? Who was that? The one before? That was Amber Valletta. Who is that? Model from the 90s. Okay, yeah. This one is a wild look, actually. I'm very impressed. Yeah. Is that Stella McCartney? Stella McCartney and Liv Tyler wearing one-shouldered, basically crop tops that say rock royalty in really ugly letters. My God, they are. They're <laughs> really. I just got the joke. They are, but it's also like, that's an insane outfit to wear.
1: But I Do guess you, think, you get like, a pass. People, like daughters and sons of like celeb people, are like sit around and like say things like that. Like we're rock royalty.
0: I think that they love hanging out with each other because they like, it's like, you get it. You know what I mean? But like, do you, I'm saying like, do they get off on like the
1: caricature Ness of it? Like my dad is like from the Beatles and your dad is like from Aerosmith. Like,
0: whoa <laughs> i'm sure that's like a huge i mean yeah, thing that brings them not? together right why would if you were if your dad was a rock star i would just like try and find other people who
1: had rock star dads that is so intense because like we were just talking about in therapy it's like it always goes back to your parents and it's always about them yeah and then like for them to be fucking
0: celebs for you to become That's a celeb layer. again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. I mean, it makes sense because you would just like carry in the footsteps of like the world, you know, and it's likely right. going to be a little bit easier for you to like figure out acting or singing or whatever the fuck you want to do. Of course you get all the privilege, but I'm talking about like
1: the Freudian links to like, Oh it's yeah. It's always about my dad. It's always about my mom because mm-hmm. she's famous.
0: Yeah. That would be a really bizarre life experience yeah. to have a famous parent. Yeah. I'm glad that I don't. Me too. I'm glad that. No,
1: I'm not. Because if my parents were famous, we would be on a yacht right now.
0: That's true. (laughs) But like, maybe you get to be the famous offspring and then everyone gets to thank you. What do you mean? For the yacht hookup. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's do some reader mail. Okay. So you get letters in. I get letters in about recent apps. About recent apps and then just, like, questions. I get stories. Okay, I love this. It's kind of, like, everything. Great. So, like, this one says, Random question from a babe reader. I've heard you and your guests mention Suspiria on multiple occasions. Should I watch? If so, the new version or the old one? Will my friends judge me if this is my movie selection for our movie night? Whoa. I say watch. Watch both of
1: them. Watch both. Do a double be, feature. And just be aware
0: that, like...
1: It's so crazy that, you know, people are so different around this world. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to college and everyone was like, "suspicious, suspicious." Like, there was no way that I could get out without seeing it. Yeah, it was a must. And then people, like, live their whole lives without that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to see them. You have to see them. Uh, do a double feature or if you really like I think you should traumatize your friends because mm-hmm. they might they sound like they might judge for a Suspiria movie night but do a double feature of Suspiria and Mother yeah, and th- then have a discussion a group discussion I afterwards Mother. you did I, I loved it really I loved it it's like one of my favorite movies of last Why? year I just thought I was like I hated it at first like when the movie ended I was like that fucking movie like i hated that and then it just like sat with me for a little bit and i was like wait i fucking love it but what do you love about it i think it was a real like thesis on like men are shit yeah and they will like they use up women for their own selfish purposes and create like destruction out of it and, like, it's destroy over and over. It's just disturbing to me that, like, men get this opportunity to s- to tell this story yeah, constantly. I mean, it's, like, the politics behind that movie being made, I yeah. don't love. Because it's, right. like, here's, like, 30 mil mm-hmm. for you to literally do a movie that makes a dollar. Yeah. And, like, just, like, fully shank this. But you'll definitely work again. And right. it won't be a big deal. Yeah. Like i just feel i do love
1: black swan that's one of my favorite movies Black swan beyond, is, yeah it's in favorite. the top 10 yeah
0: yeah i think about it almost every time i go in like a public restroom yeah yeah just because like when she's in the stall and she's yeah. like crying and calls her mom also like um ballerinas are so fucking cool i love a ballerina
1: yeah you know i was on point no uh yeah absolute a true
0: star <laughs> is born i know dude I was, you got to yes point i was a ballerina get the fuck out of here but i excelled in tap <laughs> i was more of a tapper
1: <laughs> i
0: love yeah a comedian yeah charlie chaplin mm-hmm. classically trained that's amazing did you was that you grew up in los angeles yeah. where did you go to dance school in the val in the you val go to the val okay yeah and then, how long did it take you to get onto point like what Ooh, your, I remember, what age did those you were start? some
1: of the those were some of the most formative um moments of my life of true disappointment, true desire for something mm-hmm. um I was I wanted to get on point forever, yeah, and then around then some girls started getting on point. Like mm-hmm. I, we were, we were around the age of 10. Okay. And like, you know, the miss perfect one got on point like point yeah. first and it was like, Oh, she left and went to the senior classes. Cause she was like, she's good done. or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it took me a year. I was like 10 and working for a year on something. Like I, you know, I'm sh- that's nothing compared to like Olympians. Well, or yeah, where. but
0: like still when you're a kid you're and you're, a you're kid doing it, and you're like I've put in a year to get this. Do they just decide arbitrarily for each person, right? Like you, it's, it's like it's not arbitrary. It's political. It's political, but like you go in front of do you go in front yeah. of like a panel they, of the thing judges is, and then you
1: never did dance school.
0: I did. So I did ballet when I was very little. Yeah. And then I was like, this makes me sweaty. I don't like this. Right. And then I went to my mom. I was like, I want to quit. It's mm-hmm. too sweaty. And so that then I didn't quit. Spark anything. Then I, I came you. back. Oh, okay. In like third grade, uh-huh. but I thought I would just like fast track it and like be like Good. a star immediately. And when that didn't happen, I was kind of like, I don't like this. And my teacher. <laughs> The Palais. Oh, my God, that dog. (laughs) (laughs) One of my neighbors has, like, a literal pit bull. No shade to pit bulls, but also, like, they're not my fave, but he leaves it out.
1: They are unacceptable.
0: They're truly, like, love and light (laughs) if that's, like, your favorite dog, but also, like, maybe go to therapy I because don't like i can't discriminate obviously i don't it's like they're fine but that's crazy i don't love this one this right. one's not doing anything for the pitbull community right. and my feelings <laughs> on it <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> but like in ballet when i return my mm. main my return to the stage we had a teacher and i'm sure this is all ballet teachers mm. but she'd be like stomach in and like poke you yeah. Yeah. and i was like don't fucking touch my stomach absolutely i hate your attitude and like, I deserve a lot more than what you guys are giving me. There's something, I mean, it's weird
1: how pervasive this attitude is in a dance school across this country. Yeah. It's not, um, it's political. It's very disturbing. It's very, you know, warped and wrought and, um, always. And I just remember this like tiny dance school in the valley that had like a combination of, really talented people and like just very whatever's Mm -hmm. I was somewhere in between. Um, just this, like the meanness of girls and the, the body shaming and the, the, just the wild, um, bitchiness.
0: Yeah. It was like a little too formally structured for me. Like I was always more of a sports person or like running around or trying to like, Get the ball and the yeah. whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. And um anyway, so I
1: worked really hard for like a year and I, I remember I had dance on like Wednesdays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. God, and I, twice a week. Yeah. You're in it. Yeah, I was in it. Love. And I would like and the only days they would Put you on point is Saturdays where the whole company was there. Not the company the school. Yeah. Most of the schools there on Saturdays because everyone's doing a class. Okay. And, um, and so then that's when they would like tell you who was graduating. They wouldn't say it. They would come in first. They did this thing that really pissed me off. They divided the classes. Mm-hmm. First it was this massive class and then they started ranking it. So I was in this fucking like mid-level rank for months and I was furious. Most of my friends were in the higher level class. Yeah. And then I was in this like second tier class that like really pissed me off and it made me feel like I was like inadequate Mm -hmm. and I worked so hard to... Um move up yeah and they wouldn't come in saturdays and like saturdays and saturdays would go by and they wouldn't come in and i was meanwhile like walking on my tiptoes like through the whole my whole life yeah strengthen Mm -hmm. and finally she came in and she was like i want to see this girl this girl and this girl and we like just held this like pk releve Mm -hmm. and i just stuck it i was just still i would still be up there if they would be letting me (laughs) Like I was literally <laughs> 20 years later yeah.
0: and you're just like still, I'm, I would still be there. Yeah.
1: What's a PK releve? It's like this one where you um, bend your, you bend your toes, you bend your knee. Mm-hmm. You bring it up to your, you bring up your, one of your toes to your knees mm-hmm. and you stand on one foot. You releve on one foot. You okay. Go on your tiptoes on one foot. And by tiptoes, it's just like that, right? Yeah. It's okay. just like that on the ground. Love. Um, And then, Yeah. And she was like, okay, Casey, you're ready for toe shoes. Ugh, I
0: love that. A success story. Yeah. I wish that I had stuck with ballet. Like now, because I look back and I'm just like, God, oh, so beautiful. No, and but like, you had other ones. But it was honestly, another, I had another life journey. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like you it know. wasn't. And then, you know, like I quit
1: and it wasn't. Yeah.
0: I just asked for ballet point shoes for Christmas and then I got them yeah, and then I was totally like <laughs> DIY life hack. <laughs> Don't break your foot. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I
0: was like, this hurts.
1: <laughs> it's no fun for sure.
0: No, I was like, this is pretty, but it's like I can walk like four steps and then like, yeah. it's not like I can dance. I just thought yeah. like I would immediately be able to dance. Right. I just like, you know, I need what I need when I need it. Absolutely. Always. And I learned that too about
1: myself you were more of like a tap yeah i was more of a f- i i liked the beats and i liked the expression more
0: mm-hmm. i want to see a tap like would you ever tap yeah in your I, like act yeah i have done that oh my um, god yes i'm more soon okay cool yeah good this is this is great okay hi Lara, an esteemed guest Longtime reader of both Babe and Sepp, I regularly I regularly <laughs> re-listen to older Epps to Loll at my desk job while entering endless spreadsheets. Just want to say I thank you for disclosing your surgery journey. As a trans man getting top surgery soon, date 5-1, I really appreciated hearing your candor and detail about your experience. It has helped ease my nervousness of my procedure. Cannot wait to be wheeled out, hopped up on trippy painkillers. <laughs> also loved your episode with Johnny Pierce. As a fellow upstate NY trans male bisexual, I gotta say, even as a Catholic, for some reason, my church also featured those Hillsong Christian songs that were played ad nauseum at pre-Catholic confirmation youth retreats. I think after this sex abuse scandal in the 2000s, the church was trying to keep up with the Joneses by attempting to appeal to, quote, the youth in a how-do-you-do-fellow kids kind of way. Have You ever been tied to anything that you didn't realize until much later how intense and restrictive it all was? That was me and my Catholic upbringing. I went public schools, but my confirmation went until my senior year of high school, which meant many youth retreats, which I always got violently sick from afterwards, and singing many Hillsong songs. My parents both taught Sunday school at different points. Meanwhile, I was. I was a depressed double closet case being trans and queer whose form of rebellion was taking a male saint's name at confirmation. I chose Augustine, not bold enough for Sebastian. Totally didn't come out damaged from that. No siree. Doing better now as I'm slowly healing from after starting therapy in my late 20s. So here's my general reason for the email. With getting top surgery, I've had people from my past coming out of the woodwork to wish me well, good luck, and how happy they are for me. Some of these responses are quite welcomed. I'm not the most outwardly social person, so it means a lot that people are thinking of me. But there are babes from my past where it ended so messy and abrupt that seeing an email, text, or letter gets a little triggering. In one specific case, I just preemptively—I'm just preemptively dreading someone reaching out because with this person, they dropped me after our mutual babing led to a destruction of a years-long friendship. To To give a cliff, to give a cliff notes version, as the actual length of this is a Russian novel. This friendship ended more like a breakup, despite the fact that it was unrequited love, me over this friend. She was starting another relationship as I declared my feelings for her that she sensed but never really wanted to discuss. She and this vape lol of a boyfriend got hot and heavy fast, and I was embittered. But she still wanted me around and pled for me to stay... But then it just got to be too much for me to handle. So I had to take numerous breaks for my mental health. This was all happening as I was coming out to my family and beginning hormone replacement therapy. I still cared for her. I still cared for her that we tried again. And then out of nowhere, she drops me stating we probably should not be friends, blocking me on her email and social media. The day I received that email in the middle of my workday, I proceeded to have a panic attack at work. We've not spoken since, but there have been moments the kind that give me reason to reconnect with her previously, where she sent unsolicited emails and texts where it was clear she was still keeping tabs on my life. I'm afraid of getting that same email again. Even with mutually blocking her and putting my social media in private, we have a lot of overlap in our friendship circles. So she's going to know one way or another what's up. I'm not sure if I can get a clean break from her. And so this ghost babing pass hangs over me. Maybe she won't even seek me out to say anything, and in that case, fuck her. (laughs) After everything we've been through, she can't be bothered to at least acknowledge that I'm getting top surgery. I know that sounds contradictory, given what was stated above, but it's still a raw nerve and a fresh wound. Have you ever had your efforts of reconciliation and forgiveness reneged from someone close to you? Has Has anyone you thought was out of your life and extremely toxic just ever felt entitled to drop back in? Or to ask a more basic question, has a friend ever just dropped you and how did you deal? I know there are no easy answers, but there are times I wish that memories of her would just be zapped from my mind, Eternal Sunshine style, because I cannot imagine us ever being on a chill level again. P.S. Not sure if you've come across the Los Angeles film by the It Follows director called Under the Silver Lake, but it might be up your alley. Certain party sequences have a very Sir Pump Tom Tom aesthetic, and Laura Lee is also in a supporting role. You'll either find it to be an overlong piece of trash or a cool stoner noir worth seeking out. Love and light.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Babe, uh, this is uh, congratulations yeah. to you because we're past your surgery date. Absolutely. And you're like such a realized person. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And you have a lot of awareness about your situation and all of the varying emotions around it. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Yeah. Has okay, what are the questions? Have Has I, a
1: friend ever dropped you? Um, or like felt that they could
0: just come in and out? I've had some people from the past try and like re-enter in Mm. a chill like casual email form Mm. of being like after we've gone through like a really traumatic kind of like friend breakup be like hey i'm gonna be in town like it would be so cool to like get coffee and it's just like "Mm," if you're not gonna acknowledge what went down Mm -hmm. and like how truly awkward it is. And just that there's a lot there. I'm not down to like pretend like it would be cool to get coffee or like eat a salad together. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good. You have boundaries. You have good boundaries.
0: Good. And I'm also just like, I can hold a grudge for a really long time about certain things like that. Yeah. Like this is, it's just like you're
1: processing a loss. Like when you lose a friend, Like eternal sunshine style. Yeah. Like even a lover, you know, of course a lover, Mm -hmm. anybody that's out of your life for one reason or another. It's like a nightmare. Yeah. It's like so sad. And like people don't deal with grief, you know, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to deal with loss.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a long process. Yeah. And I, I usually feel like if something, if interacting with this person is going to make me feel bad or make me mm-hmm. feel not even bad, but mostly like bad about myself or insecure, mm-hmm. I usually, I won't do it. Yeah. If it's someone that we had some sort of relationship yeah. that's like trying to maybe come back around. Yeah. What about you? Definitely.
1: I've had scenario like situations where i'm just like oh yeah like i'll go of course yeah like because i do have a um i have like a really optimistic view of like people's really, ability people's relation, to... my relationships with people and yeah like, people are gonna respect me and like people are gonna know what i need and mm-hmm. you know like i guess that's not optimistic so much as it's like Unclear. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've walked into breakfasts and coffee dates where it's like, "Wow, you are mean. Mm-hmm. You or like, I am not supposed to be here right now." Yeah, that hurt. Wow. And then it's like, shit. Okay. So, Casey, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You have to like be very clear about what you're available for.
0: Yeah. But that's cool that you know like you open yourself up to the experience and then are able to tell when it's not right for you. Yeah. I'm like a, like if if my trust gets broken, Mm -hmm. it's very, very difficult for me to like give that back to someone. Hmm. Like I'm pretty much like, we're done here, which I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out like if that is good if it's bad or like maybe even not what have a judgment tr- over it. But what is like trust to you, like what, what do you mean when you say trust? Trust means like, I think knowing that someone's going to be honest with me, mm-hmm. like trust is honesty and accountability mm-hmm. and like transparency. Yeah. Even if it's something, even if it's, like, a difficult conversation mm-hmm. or a delicate situation, mm-hmm. I'd rather have everything out on the table and know that, like, in my friendships, I come to someone, like, I I can tell them my stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. They can, like, tell me their stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not going to find out that I was, like, deceived in any way. Mm-hmm that's like kind of the biggest thing. Yeah.
1: Cause I'm wondering right now, like I have people in my life too, that like we initially didn't get along, mm-hmm. but I never had like a problem with them so much as I was just like, Oh yeah, that person hates me or, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing, quote unquote, like, you know, projected or otherwise. Yeah. Um, And we're like chill now and I'll talk like this with them, you know, like I'll say, as much as I want about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wonder, and sometimes I'll walk away from them being like, can they play me? Are they playing me? Did I play myself by talking to them? And then I was like, no, I don't think so. The fuck can they do to me? Yeah,
0: I think with relate, like it's hard because I feel like, I've been a single person for a long time Mm -hmm. and what has taken place of like that sort of like romantic relationship Mm -hmm. has ended up being like these really intense friendships. And so it's awesome. But then at the same time, if like you lose one of those friendships or there's some sort of like, something happens it's like almost the end of like a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. or it gets the same stakes whereas like i know i'm trying to figure out where the nuances in my friendships of like Mm -hmm. when people make mistakes or Mm -hmm. xyz yeah but then i don't know it's like i'm also in a place of like trying to pursue a lot of like new friendships and a lot of that means like you have to be vulnerable and just like trusting of people initially mm-hmm. in order to like forge a connection and then like move forward yeah. it can't be just such like a small circle right. that like i have the control over you know right
1: absolutely yeah you don't you don't but th- i'm going out on a limb mm-hmm. I'm i'm in this mode too where i'm just like hey guys like i'm i'm also like my guards are dropping dropping. dropping yeah. in my life. And I just feel like more open mm-hmm. and also more open to like, okay, you don't like me. Okay. I got it. Yeah. You know, like it hurts, but I feel like I'm kind of like in this, um, open place mm-hmm. and out on a limb and like, it's very scary, but it's also cyclical, you know, And people, you can, when you're out on a limb, you can kind of see people who aren't. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, you're not doing that. Got it. Mm -hmm. You're
0: more guarded. Yeah. When you just like decide to put yourself out there yeah, and then just like take the temperature. Yeah. And also, I think there's something to say, like, there's something to being like conscious about putting yourself out there rather than just like being out there, like, which I have been in the past, like flailing about and, like right. whoever exactly. like enters enters and so no yeah definitely being aware of like yeah. the
1: vulnerable place that you're in and like making sure you have a system in place to like make you feel
0: safe too mm. and a lot of that comes with just like what we were saying about therapy and taking care of yourself yeah. and like getting the self-esteem tank mm-hmm. like to a good level yeah to bring it back to this like babe with the email i mean I understand the conflicting emotions about this person and I feel like you could definitely field an email from them. I don't Mm -hmm. think you need to like meet up with them by any means or like see or even like respond to an email. Right. But I don't know. I think it's like, I get emails like this a lot where it's just like unfinished or unresolved like feelings about someone. Mm -hmm. And I just think when there's no great way of like a relationship coming to an end it just leaves like a lot of open-ended desires
1: yeah definitely but it sucks losing a friend may be worse than losing a lover yeah i mean breaking up with someone is like the fucking worst yeah feeling but The pain, the pain of a friend is so much more existential. I feel like like heartbreak. I have a friend who's like going through a heartbreak right Mm -hmm. now, like a breakup and is heartbroken. And I'm like, what? Like I have the last time I was heartbroken was years and years ago. And Mm -hmm. it was like, that was the worst pain ever. Yeah. But then. I remember, and I. It just feels like a different person mm-hmm. who I was going through that, and then my friend breakups. I can feel like this, yeah. Like I, f- they're much closer to my closer like actual and like self. a,
0: a long term torture. Yes, with so many more questions because yes. it's not just like a breakup where you're like, okay, we're not right together, anymore, we're not fucking right. anymore. Like we're right. done, and then like it hurts really badly, yeah. but you kind of pick up the pieces, and then yeah. it's like. They came into my life and they came out of it. Mm -hmm. But friends are different because I just, I feel like friends are the people that are supposed to be in your life forever, or at least that's how it's like sold to us in like media, but they're really not. And they come back later too. Yeah. But like the notion that friendships are really liquid Mm -hmm. is something that's become like way new to me. Yeah. That I just like didn't know like I f- would feel a lot of shame around a friend breakup and mm-hmm. be like what am I doing that's so wrong like yeah. why am I so fucked up that like it's hard for me to keep friends or like blah 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 mm-hmm. but it's like some people are just some friends are bad friends yeah
1: and I do think like the longer you know somebody hmm the weirder your relationship gets, the stronger it gets, the like the more stress it gets. It's like the longer you know somebody, the crazier your relationship. There's just so much. Like yeah. I have friends in my life who've been in my life for since I was a teenager, since I was a toddler, like there's so much going on there. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you're in a place where it's like yeah, all we have is now. Yeah. But then sometimes it's like, I remember that feeling when I was 14 and I was pissed Mm -hmm. and now I'm talking about it in another issue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like the length, you know, a person is also really heavy. Mm -hmm. There's just a
0: lot there. And then people change and like go through life stuff Mm -hmm. and that's just like always going to happen. Absolutely. People do come back around though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think it's like never say never. Yeah. Let's do one more. Okay.
1: Your handwriting is amazing. It's Thank so you. cute. Oh,
0: thanks. <laughs> Dear Lara and guest, I'm writing to tell you about my craziest sex journey. It's not that great, but my best friend and I were lolling so hard at the most recent episode of Babe with Ed that we listened to it twice in a row. That I feel the need to tell you both about losing my virginity on a picnic table at the elementary school I went to with the boy I had a crush on since third grade. I was 16, not in the third grade, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, here's how it happened. I was chatting with my lover at the time on AOL around 10 p.m. after my mom had went to bed. When he asked if I wanted to meet up at the elementary school for a good makeout sesh. Naturally, I put on my sweatshirt and shorts and walked right over. Once we got there, one thing led to another and we ended up doing it on the picnic table. We both just took each other's virginities. It lasted a whole glorious five minutes and we kissed and went out, went our separate ways. We'd grown up together and went to the same high school. So after that, we were still around each other a lot. Fast forward one year, my ex virginity lover is dating one of my best friends, and they ended up going to prom together. The Monday after prom, my best friend and I are sitting in third grade or third period Spanish (laughs) class, and she tells me her and Jet, my ex lover, took each other's virginities. Hold my my lip gloss. Obviously, I had to break the news to her that he lied to her, and it was actually me who took his virginity. Years later, my best friend and I are still best friends, and we still laugh at this story, love and life. But
1: how does she know that that person even lost his virginity to her? <laughs>
0: That's a good point. He's a virginity
1: liar. He
0: is a virginity liar. Whoa, whoa! You need to fact check, yeah, your man's and w- see if he was true telling the truth with you on the picnic table. I wonder. I love this this is a good like button to the friendship thoughts mm-hmm. this is good i
1: amazing that you guys like withstood a man
0: coming between you i know i've i like really stand Even at that anyone age, you know? at that age especially yeah. because it's so easy to just be like you fucking whore and yeah. then like never speak to someone Absolutely. again yeah. but i love any time like i'm like more women who Like, I would love to know everyone that's, like, fucked the guys that I fucked so we can, like, Mm -hmm. all talk about it. Yeah. And, like, lol. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, follow-up question is, was he truly – has he ever been a virgin?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some of us haven't.
0: I was born just a sexual baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. Um. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Oh my god, I loved you're the best. Tell people where they can find you.
1: Okay, I'm doing stand up all over L. A. Chic. So just follow me on Instagram at Casey Jellison. Um, that's Casey J. Ellison and um, I'm doing stand-up all the time. My podcast with Charles, it's called The Problem with Casey. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Follow, subscribe. Yeah. And follow my podcast called The Problem with Charles and Casey. And um, our finale actually came out today. Oh, I love that. But it's a Who's on the finale?
0: Chelsea Peretti. Chic. The Chelsea Peretti. The one and only. The legend. The great. The great. Chelsea Peretti. Um, One of my... Favorites, a true icon beyond. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. So wait, how does it work for podcast? Like, do you you have a finale? Then you guys are on a little hiatus. Well, we need more views. We need. We need. um, Okay. So just fucking listen. So just listen. Yeah. And then you do bonus episodes where people can write in with their problems too. Yes. So you kind of do your own reader mail type of vibe. Absolutely. I love. So we have like a little side, um, show
1: called little problems with charles and casey mm-hmm. and we take calls it's very gay it's a very gay podcast i'm gay by the way <laughs> i'm not coming out to you guys like i'm not like coming out to you but this is just who i am you're
0: just like saying your truth yeah yeah and i also just like saying i'm gay should i say like put in the bio or like the description of this podcast lesbian like casey it, jane ellison comes out as a lesbian <laughs> <laughs> every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um today and every day. I think I'm known as a lesbian before and after.
1: Yeah, I'm known as a lesbian comedian and artist. And oh, I love that. Although like some people still think I'm
0: bi. I feel
1: know. like I <laughs> thought you were
0: bi until yeah. you started dating Michelle. Yeah. I and went then lesbian I was a like a couple years before I started dating her. oh I love that. Um it took a lot of work.
1: Um it was a very fun and exciting um discovery in my life and yeah I'm not gonna like say I'm not bi anymore but I'm definitely a lesbian
0: yeah I love your lesbian energy it was
1: really fun to say I was bi back in the day like I it was like throwing like a spitball at some someone Mm -hmm. like every time I said it like it just was like yeah deal with
0: it by mm-hmm. feels really rebellious mm-hmm. and also free mm-hmm. this is like you can't put me in a box yeah but you can put me in two boxes <laughs> <laughs> you're like my box and my girlfriend's <laughs> box <laughs> or like
1: a guy can be in my box yeah <laughs> but the binary and the buy thing yeah like it's very it's hilarious to me um no
0: offense <laughs> none taken (laughs) are you bi i'm bi or when are you gonna be a lesbian i don't know i think it's something i kind of like grapple with because i'm Mm. like am i a lesbian how do i feel about being a lesbian like it's i still process like a lot of feelings about like Mm. the lesbian side of myself and like what it means and it's hard no one in my family is out Or, I mean, gay to my knowledge. And lesbians are hard to find as it is. Yeah. It's It's a small, tight-knit community. It's hard to find a lesbian example Mm -hmm. in your life, you know? And, like, they're so magical and special. Yeah. So I grew up with, like, no lesbian, like, tent poles, Mm -hmm. if you will. So it's just, like, it's a lot. Yeah. But, you know, therapy. Yeah. And maybe one day. Yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I look forward to listening to your podcast oh, yeah. <laughs> which I'm going to binge and you guys should too mm-hmm. follow Casey and see her stand up. Yeah, it's fucking good.
1: Absolute.
0: And uh, yeah until next time. Thank you Laura. Bye. Bye. Bye.